Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Israel's Time of Turning. The judgment time that is about to come upon the entire world will have Israel as the epicenter. It is called the time of Jacob's trouble. But in that process, there will be a national turning to Yahweh, the one true covenant God of Israel, in the land of Israel. And in Israel's turning to God, the, and ultimately to Jesus Christ as their Messiah, compare Zechariah 12.10, they shall be saved out of it, Jeremiah 30.6 and 7. But what triggers this great turning in Israel is Yahweh's decimation of Gog and Magog. We have a very specific statement to this end in Ezekiel 39.22. It reads, so the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day forward. Ezekiel 39.22 makes it very clear that the event of Gog and Magog happens within the context of the day of the Lord after Israel has previously entered into a covenant relationship with Antichrist. Knowing Yahweh as their God who preserves and protects them is totally inconsistent with looking to Antichrist to protect them. It therefore seems totally inconsistent to place shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day forward prior to the time of Israel signing a strong covenant with Antichrist. Theologically, this knowing the Lord is their God must come after their covenant with Antichrist and not before. The whole spirit of knowing Yahweh as their God is in conflict with a strong covenant with Antichrist as seen in Daniel 9.27. To know Yahweh as their God is to reject Antichrist. In the context of Ezekiel 39, knowing Yahweh as their God relates to deliverance, protection, and preservation. In the context of Daniel 9.27, that is exactly what they look to Antichrist for, which will result in a strong seven-year covenant. We read in Daniel 9.26.27, then after 62 weeks, the Messiah will be cut off and have nothing. And the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary, and its end will come with a flood. Even to the end, there will be war. Desolations are determined. Now, what breaks this cycle of war and desolations for Israel? Notice it says in verse 26, to the end, there will be war. Desolations are determined. So what breaks this cycle of war and desolations for Israel? Well, read on. Verse 27 goes on to say, And he, Antichrist, will make a firm covenant with many for one week. But in the middle of the week, he will put a stop to sacrifice and grain offering. And on the wing of abominations will come one who makes desolate, even until a complete destruction, one that is decreed, is poured out on the one who makes desolate. The theme of Joel is the day of the Lord. It prophetically highlights this coming period of judgment that will usher in the Messiah. Note what Joel says in chapter 2 and how it parallels with what Ezekiel says in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Joel 2.1, blow the trumpet in Zion, sound an alarm in my holy mountain, let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand. And then down to verse 20, Joel 2.20. But I will remove far from you the northern army and will drive him away into a barren and desolate land. With his face toward the eastern sea, 
and his back toward the western sea. His stench will come up, and his foul odor will rise, because he has done monstrous things. Verse 21, Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. And then 27 and 28, Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on your on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Note the similarities between Joel and Ezekiel. Midst of Israel. Ezekiel 38.12, 39.21, and Joel 2.27. No, they shall know I am the Lord your God. Compare Ezekiel 39.22 and Joel 2.27. And then it happens within the day of the Lord. But prior, prior to God's Spirit being poured out and the events of Armageddon, as seen in Joel 2.30-32. Scholars note that the phrase that day often is used in reference to the day of the Lord. The term that day consistently refers either to an impending or a final judgment when God intervenes. Compare Ezekiel 38, 10, 14, 19, 39, 11, 13, and 22, where that day or similar terminology is used. By itself, the phrase that day is used generally and qualified by the immediate context. But realize that within the context of Ezekiel 38 and 39 is the emphasis of this happening in the latter days. Ezekiel 38:16, which combined with the repeated phrase that day harmonizes with the day of the Lord terminology used elsewhere. Therefore, the immediate context of that day throughout Ezekiel 38 and 39 would seemingly place the time of this war of Gog and Magog spoken of by Ezekiel within the context of the day of the Lord framework. Lord, we thank you that you are sovereign over what is coming upon this world. We know it's headed for judgment, and we know the event of Gog and Magog is going to be a major turning point. Uh, the major event here that really turns Israel in a whole different direction. So, Lord, we thank you that uh, you have told us what is coming. Uh, you are sovereign. I think things are even now coming into place. Israel's back in the land. We see, uh, we see the Russian bear on the scene. We see Iran so hostile towards Israel. Israel sees Iran as the number one threat. So, anyway, all these things uh, seem to be setting the stage, and we thank you that you're sovereign over them. Pray in Christ's name. Amen.